This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. Hope you're doing well today. I'm going to go back a little ways and start off with a little story today. This is back around early July 2006, and ABC News did a really cool story about a guy named Kyle McDonald who had a really simple goal. He wanted to trade one red paperclip all the way up to getting a house. Think about that. He wanted to trade, ultimately, a red paperclip for a house. This 26-year-old Canadian began his quest, and it took him almost a year. He didn't have a job, but he had the paperclip, and he had the power of the internet and a website. Here's what he said. It went from a hobby where I played it on a whim to the point where thousands of people were showing up on a website. It was interesting because they were showing up and almost immediately McDonald's was trading up, beginning with some women from Vancouver offering a fish pen for the paperclip. So he started off trading one red paperclip for a fish pen and then for a doorknob and then for a stove and then a generator and then a party, then a snowmobile, then a trip to British Columbia and then for a van then for a recording contract, then a year of rent in Phoenix, then an afternoon with a rock star, which he traded part of that for a snow globe, and then an actor who was an avid snow globe collector wanted the snow globe and offered a paid role in a movie in exchange. And then finally, the people in Kipling, Saskatchewan wanted the movie and the role played out in their town. And their offer? A house. Can you believe it? The trading was finished and successful. He started with a red paperclip. And after about a year and a series of trades, he wound up with a house. Yes, that is an incredible story. And it's sort of fun and a little crazy. I really like the story. But the point of sharing that with you today is to set the perspective of today's topic, of how we can sometimes try to trade our money for something that we believe to be better, or at least something to help us feel better, at least temporarily. Now, these trades come in all shapes and sizes, but today I am asking this. Have you ever been feeling a little blue or sad or anxious and spent some money on something in hope that it would make you feel better? We can all go through personal rough patches and there's a lot of angst and turmoil in the world these days. And I don't have to name them all, but they can really bring us down mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and of course, financially. Over the years, there have been some interesting studies that when times are tough, there's a certain part of the population who have bought into a theory or outlook that has been coined shoptimism. It's a creative combination of the word shop and optimism. This is spending money on goods and services to help make yourself feel a little better. In simpler terms, you may have heard it referred to as 
retail therapy, going shopping, usually or maybe even often for something you don't need to help put yourself in a better frame of mind, a distraction of sorts. When we do this, I believe we are trying to get something from the world that we were designed to get from God. Now, I don't have enough time in this short form podcast to work through all of the imagery and potential dangers that exist around these topics. And I'm also, as I've shared many times, I am not a trained therapist or a counselor, nor do I play one on the radio or TV. So I will keep my comments to that of a financially trained observer of these actions and what scriptures recommend in times of trials or trouble. Because it can be really easy to let all of this get to us and the joy seems to go missing. James 1, 2-4 gives us great insight about trials and joy. It reads, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. That word, steadfastness, gets my attention. When I think about it, you know, it's about something that doesn't move. It doesn't waver. It doesn't change. It stays in the same place. It's almost a patience of sorts feeling that comes along with it, that we turn to God and we don't turn to anything else. I have to tell you, that's not always been my go-to move, to be steadfast. What about you? Is that your go-to move in times of trials or troubles to be steadfast, anchored to God? Matthew Henry shares in his commentary about this verse, We should not pray so much for the removal of affliction as for wisdom to make a right use of it. And who does not want wisdom to guide him or her under trials, both in regulating our own spirit and in managing our affairs? I know how tough it can be when the trials of life are around me, and I'm sure the way they are around you as well. How difficult it can be to consider it joy and then take yourself into your faith, leaning on your faith, learning from your faith, practicing what you've learned, and keep moving forward. That's the steadfastness. And when you are steadfast through the trial, something supernaturally remarkable happens. A spiritual completeness occurs, and you will be lacking in nothing. That's what James' scripture shares, that through the steadfastness, the patience, the pausing, the prayer, the seeking wisdom, that we reach for those spiritually priceless and lasting practices instead of reaching for our money and pursuing spiritually worthless purchases that only temporarily and also artificially lift our spirits. In his famous essay called The Weight of Glory, C.S. Lewis quoted what he referred to as the old writer who shared, for he who has God and everything else has no more than he who has God alone. 
I know when I'm in times of trial or trouble that quiet time and prayer always helps me get my head and heart in line with God and His character, His promises, and His love. So let me encourage you today that when you face a trial, great or small, and you are tempted to reach for your money and trade it for a temporary lift. Think about this word steadfast in this scripture from James and reach for your Bible and some quiet time instead. Holding steady, unwavering, unmovable, unchanging. And let God give you the kind of joy that only He can give. You've been listening to Change For Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change For Your Dollar, where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.